0: Hey gang, how are you? Kevin Goatee gutting the sacred cow. Here we are, another week, another new episode. And this week, we hit home with some of you 1990s kids. Starship Troopers 1997 cult classic Al Mega from Comic Crusaders has come on to try and shoot this bug in the face. But guess what? He's got to go through. Kevin Israel and myself. Before we get to it... Do not forget guttingthesacredcow.com every day brand new articles especially perfect for toilet reading so you can poop on the company time and enjoy some good old movie news quotes list of 10 you know it guess what we're doing a live show yay Uh, January 23rd At the AMC Theater in Clifton, New Jersey. Tickets will go on sale very soon. Our guests, we can't announce them. Bill and Joanne from The Morning Show are going to tag team against us. The film they have selected is... To be determined. We're still waiting on their choice, but don't worry. That'll be made public very soon as we get it. And also the link for the tickets. But market calendars. January 23rd. We're going to do it at the AMC Theater in Clifton, New Jersey. So... That being said, also, don't forget, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com if you want to advertise with us. We want to help build your product up, your brand up, whatever you're selling. Are you selling sex toys? Cool. We'd love to help you out. Are you selling your babysitting services? I don't know. You might be a little too old for that, but what the hell? It's COVID. It's pandemic. Everyone needs a few bucks. Or do you have an OnlyFans page? I know Kevin does. Meow. Just kidding guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com. Please continue to write and leave five-star ratings and two or three-sentence reviews on your podcast platform. Without further ado, here's Al Mega doing Starship Troopers. in the house, I just want to let you know I have my father's gun and a scorching case of herpes. Kevin Israel, name that film. I don't know.
1: Oh, oh, ah!
0: Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Where Jennifer Grace in the house and, and, and uh, the principal's coming in. Can oh yeah! yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, that's an obscure one.
1: Nice. I love that film. Well done. Thank you, sir. How are you, by the way? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. You know, just uh, just grinding through. Had a couple shows this weekend that were uh, as exciting as you'd imagine COVID shows are. Uh, small audiences outside. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's trickling back, but, you know, I think it's going to take some time before we get to be funny in front of a lot of people.
0: Anyway, who cares about COVID shows? We got Al Vega from Comic Crusaders joining us today. Al, how are you, sir? It's happening, what? now.
2: WEPA, I'm doing well. Thanks uh, to the two Kevins over here for uh, having me on the show. What, uh,
0: WEPA, that means he's an Orthodox Jew from Williamsburg, Brooklyn, I assume, right? Uh, uh,
2: uh, a Puerto Rican from near Williamsburg, Brooklyn. <laughs> so, yeah, you're almost there, man. I'm in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, and we're neighbors. Check that
0: out. Oh, shit. No, I'm teasing. So we got Al Vega joining us from Comic Crusaders. Al, Mega, Mega. You, I'm sorry. You, you said Vega like I'm a Street
2: Fighter character, man. I Yeah, cool, Mega claws.
0: Vega was a great fighter in Street Fighter Two. I definitely used him a lot. Except his little dance at the end was a little. Eh. Was Vega
1: the one with the mask? No. Ve- yeah, yeah, yeah was Vega trying. with the mask and the, and the, and the claw. Wolverine claws from Spain. Yeah. If you remember correctly, nah, he was the biggest pain in the ass to fight. Yeah,
0: the he Spana. was <laughs> he was good. Oh, Dawson, I thought was a big pain in the ass too because all you could just keep you at bay if he timed it right. But we Yoga flame. It. Yeah, yoga fire. <laughs>
2: Well, actually, if you ask my wife, it's Blanca that's the worst because what I would do is pin her on the corner and just do electricity move the whole... Ah, Blanca was my
1: my guy. I
0: did that... I did it with E Honda with the the hundred hand slap, but my yeah. guy was Ken. Uh, Ken was. Oh, uh, you?
1: Of course, it was. Yeah. Of course, if anybody looked at you and thought it was anyone other than Ken, they're blind.
0: No, I love it. Here's here's why Ken was better than Ryu because if you hit punch a bunch of times, you get a multi hit shuriken where Ryu you can only do it twice. If you hit like this like seven or eight times, you get seven or eight hits for every hit, uh, part of the shuriken. That's why Ken was better. Thank oh. you. Nanny, nanny, boo-boo, stick your head in doo-doo.
1: Street Fighter Techniques from Kevin (laughs) Gauthier.
0: Al Al is here again. Yes, and he has decided to come out and do, I'm going to say that this is a cult classic, the 1997 Starship Troopers, Paul Verhoeven, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, um, sir. All right, here we go. 7.2. I gave you the number. IMDb score, 1 through 10. Son of a bitch. 7.2 in IMDb. Let's do this the right way. Kevin Israel, Rotten Tomatoes, as you know, is a 1 through 100 score percentages. What did Starship Troopers
2: get with the critics?
1: I think the critics really like this. I'm going to say an 83.
2: Al, want to take a stab? Nah, critics hated this when it came out. So, yeah, I, I'll probably say when, you know, again, we're talking about when it came out, it's probably a 40 30, 65, 65. 65, over 50. Yeah, they yeah, liked
0: this. Know. Yeah, they liked it. I mean, they like it considerably, in fact. When, uh, Al, I'll go to you first for this one. Audience score, same deal, percentage. What did the audience score Starship Troopers?
2: Because I will say that the audience, the majority of them, did not read the book. They probably loved this film. They probably scored it at about 80.
1: Kevin Israel. I'm going to go 71. 7 0 1 uh-huh. away.
0: Oh, <laughs> not bad. I did this. I've got a pretty good tear. You have been. You actually nailed a few dead nuts on, which is impressive. Yeah. A budget of $105 million in 1997, bringing in a haul in the United States of only $54.5 million, but $121 million worldwide in 19 and 2020 numbers. A budget turning out 170 million, and a haul worldwide of 196. So a slight ROI. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, maybe it's money back really on the DVD, VHS, all that good stuff. Like
2: most of those cult classics from back then.
0: Very true. Five fun facts. Five fun facts. Five fun facts for you right now. It's time for five fun more facts. Five fun facts for you right now. Kevin Israel, why don't you take a stab and, and try and guess who is considered for the role of Johnny Rico. You can easily get one of these guys, a 90s powerhouse star. The other two you're not going to get, but I'll let you try. Johnny Depp. Al, I want to take a guess at who was considered for the role of Johnny Rico. Big, big guy in the 90s.
2: Big
0: guy in the, uh, Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> That's on a left. I like that. I like that esoteric reference. Matt Damon was considered.
2: Damon, the born wow. identity himself, taking him. Mm-hmm. Up.
0: And actually, Marky Mark, another one was considered. Another '90s guy.
2: Oh God! And, I don't know with that Boston accent in space yeah. God forbid.
0: Yeah, you all go home until nobody goes home. You fucking queers, you hear? <laughs> you Yeah. Yeah. And considered also, but no one gives a shit about him, James Marsden. Oh,
2: really?
0: <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. See, your, <laughs> your, <actions> <laughs> gave, your reactions gave us everything I needed to know.
1: I always call him the uh, low-rent Chris Pine. Oh,
0: so. uh, I would call him the bargain bin Chris Pine. <laughs> fun fact, oh, this is fun fact 1B. Did you guys know who played that blind science teacher in that one scene where they're dissecting the bugs?
1: No, but I was really interested in her. That scene really got me. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I ever looked quite as deep into that scene as before.
0: Rue McClanahan, Rue McClanahan, Blanche from the Golden Girls. Oh,
1: no shit. Oh yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, that's crazy. So she couldn't no get idea. her
2: hands on humans, but had a to touch of <laughs> bugs. She was the slut of the bunts, wasn't she? Oh, mm. She was very loose. <laughs>
0: The uniforms were based on the Third Reich, if you guys caught that one.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that that was a heavy-handed one.
0: Paul Verhoeven could not even finish reading the book. He said, quote, it is bad. Only finished two chapters. Dina Meyer, Meyer, whatever, dared Paul Verhoeven and his cinematographer to film the shower scene completely in the nude because everybody in the shower scene was nude, and they did film it all in the nude.
1: There was a lot of almost cock in that scene.
0: I know. What great cinematography <laughs> to spare us, right, fellas? We, It was very close. to see, I was pretty sure we were
1: going to see Busey's cock.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Busey, Jake Busey got heat stroke in 115-degree heat, and production was shut down for a week. They say heat stroke. I say cocaine overusage.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, look at his – he's as he's – He's as pale and white as it gets. You put him out in the sun for five minutes, he probably gets heat stroke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me of that guy, Powder, if you remember that film. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I never saw it. I do know about it, just didn't care to see it. Those are your five fun facts, guys. Those fun, those fun facts weren't super fun. I thought the Rue McClanahan one was quite catching. But we didn't come here to talk five fun facts. We've got no. Al Maga from here, from Cape Crusade, Comic Crusaders, excuse me, um, Comic yeah. Crusaders. Al. It is now your time to
1: gut the the sacred sacred cow.
2: cow. Listen, people should have read this book because when the movie came out, yeah, it's all cool, cool visuals and all, but the underlying theme, the militarism and all that, was actually done in a very serious nature by the author of the book. And basically what the film does is just basically make fun of the whole situation. Uh, What the film reminds me of is that media sensationalism that you find in um, Natural Born Killers, for example. You know, it's the media hyping it up and whatnot. Um, Again, if you read the book, it's uh, an all-male military, you know, almost touching on what you're saying, you know, almost getting that male C there, but, you know, but in, in the book, it's a whole male military. There was no, you know, women had their place, if you will. I'm not trying to say that they do. I don't want nobody sending me no hate mail, <laughs> but um, you know, in in the story, that's, that's the narrative. That's what it was. And um, I understand that they are going to do a remake So I hope that they, they, they fix all those issues um, Wait, I didn't hear they're you know, doing a remake No kidding oh, Are yeah. they doing
1: it as a TV show? No, That's no That's what
2: I saw as a TV show No, they, they're apparently going to film it True to the nature of the book To make it as controversial as then With that celebration of that, that, that fascism and militarism So it's no, going to be darker Yeah, Exactly, not that I'm a fan of it But, you know, that was the nature of the story As it should have been told You know, and they just try to make it a very fun sci-fi flick that feels very 60-ish. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, I will give the movie credit only with the graphics because it was up for uh, best graphics that year. And what other movie was up? Titanic. Titanic. So you're telling me that a a ship sinking and breaking this half was better than an army of of, uh, aliens? No.
1: That's... Well, let's be honest. In Titanic, the only scene that anyone cared about was when that ship went upright and broke in half. That... Three hours, and that's what everybody was waiting for.
2: Let me. T- uh, and my wife says she can't and, tolerate three-hour movies, and yet watch that. <laughs> and, Kate win- and Kate
0: Winslet's And Kate wins titties, both in live form and in pencil sketch, police sketch artist form.
2: So that's why I deserve to win the uh, the award. Then over over that over the. Uh, and it's Kevin Goatee's
1: background on his laptop. <laughs> I'm
2: pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, so no, again with the film people gotta understand that it was just done in a very Have you guys read the book? Do you understand yes, that? I, it's have. About Did not. Militarism? I read the, I read the it's book two really or three years
0: ago. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a very controversial book based on the things because again, the, the, uh, the author was in the military it comes from a very harsh perspective when America was, demil- you know, trying to, uh, stop its nuke program, which is funny is why you see so much use of, of nukes, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the film, even that was true, at least to sort of the book. Um, the only thing, again, I could celebrate on the film is the visuals. I just didn't appreciate that. Thing. Again, as a comic book fan, come on, man, you're talking about my own comic book huh? I tend to be a truist when it comes to stories, and the story was just not what it was intended to be. Again, if you read the book, uh, Mr. G, uh, you tell me that if, if this was you know comparable at all to the book in regards to you know the, the theme.
0: No, the storyline was completely... It, it, it was even the same. It was even the same fucking ballpark. They may have had the same character names, but that's pretty much yes. the only similarities they had. So, but it I'll hurts. say, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it depends. Well, it depends. If you like the book, then it hurts. If you didn't like the book, then who gives a fuck?
2: Exactly. I mean, listen. If you want to watch the film straight up, you're gonna be a fan. But again, I also got offended. Uh, the, the main character Rico, you know, there's, again one of those Hollywood whitewashed films, <laughs> if you will. Rico was supposed to be, you know, a minority character. Uh, almost again in the theme of the book, Filipino. So again, even all those characters, all those actors you even mentioned before that could even play the, you know, up for the role of Rico, they don't even really fit the role of Rico in the nature of who the character was. Right. That's
1: that's interesting that you said that because that was one of my one of my notes was going about Rico. I've never met a white guy named Rico.
2: You know. Exactly, and his real name is Juan in the books. Yes. So yeah, yeah. So this guy, this is Huang right there, Juan <laughs> <Wong> Rico. <laughs> oh yeah, and
1: it's Johnny Rico in the in the movie. You
2: and they're and they're from Buenos
1: Aires, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Buenos Aires. You know, not Philippines <laughs> exactly. So you got these really like you know, I mean, he's not even tan, but uh, he should have came to Florida for a minute and it went on <laughs> the beach, aside, can, or, or it went to Buenos Aires beach and got some sun.
0: Can I shit on your point? I'll, I'll jump in here.
2: Okay. Go
0: ahead. Do you <laughs> Are you aware aware of the breakdown of people in Buenos Aires? Well, I know
2: they're a lot of uh, lighter skin. Yes, yes, but again, because we,
0: the uh, the Nazis would hit out there after leaving that, that's where Simon Wiesenthal chased them out to. Yeah,
2: and that's where Hitler hid. <laughs> yeah, well, no, he
0: he didn't hide. I mean, unless they took his eighteen body parts. Can he had like a vacation house there or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's where Simon Wiesenthal went down there and got a lot of those guys. So. That's the only thing they let them slide on. And and I read the thing was they said they wouldn't have like a cocky, blonde or blue-eyed guy. So that is the only thing that is quasi-acceptable about having a blind or blue-eyed guy because in Buenos Aires, they do have a lot of guys looking like me running down there.
2: there. Right? Barely, barely, though. You could be from Buenos Aires, Mr. G. I think so. I wouldn't (laughs) mind going. I heard it's great. Uh, You and me both, brother. Shit. You know, uh, uh, unless the the bugs attack, which, again, that's another thing that the book – kind of also w- w- was talking about where those words used to describe the aliens, you know, again, had a racist narrative to it that didn't seem apparent as, as well in the film. You know, oh, it's just the bugs, they're the, they're the enemy. But they didn't come with the narrative again that the book was trying to bring as well, you know? Us as these the, did the book thinking. make the bugs sympathetic? No, but in, in the book, there was an alien species that teamed up with the humans that we also didn't see. Ah, you know there's. This, I'm gonna read this book. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Check out the book, so you could see that the the, the movie, as you, as he said, the director hated the book, despised it. Right. And basically, similar to what they do with Marvel films, you know, the directors want to take their own avenue and lane to it. So yeah, let me put my stamp. This is the way I see it, and this is what it should be. Again, because you know there was even a, a, another book that came out. Uh, I read the. I checked out the comic book recently. Uh, for the Forever War, which seems to be a counter-response to the narrative that Starship Troopers was. And I'm waiting for that to be a movie. So you should check out the Forever War. If you it's, gra- see it's, a- a comi- it's a graphic novel? It, well, yeah, it's a book, and they also made it to a graphic novel from Titan Comics. All right, Because right now, we're not going to see any comics from anything Starship Troopers for a long time, even though right now it is Dark Horse that owns the license, but we haven't seen shit. You know, the, the last uh, Starship-related uh, material was back in 2017, and the last comic was, like, in 2012, if you will. I mean, comic and, and uh, a game, if you will. There was the idea for the animated series and whatnot, and I think there was an animated film as well, which probably was a little bit better than the movie, more fun, because it could get more brutal and dark. As you know, the book
0: was. So your main gripe sounds like is that it wasn't true to the book. Now, At all. we get that. No, I hear you. And there's been a lot of films where the, we've actually done them. Jurassic Park, we've done on this. And I read the book and I think the book blows the movie away. It's not even close. Besides the movie not being tied into the book properly, what else about the film did you find that you hated about the film?
2: But again, the the the, the casting again—it's supposed to be a minority Filipino dude. Again, I've never seen you know. Maybe there's wands in Buenos Aires, but you know, let, let's get real. You know, again, the now what he wanted to do is bring in light a, a minority character, and I wish the film would have respected that because maybe again, Hollywood doesn't want they didn't want to take chances again in the '90s. That's what kind of fucked up the Spawn film, if you will, back in the '90s. Where Tommy Finney wasn't allowed the license to have an all-black cast. You know, and he said that himself. They just didn't allow it. So is this one of those instances where nah, let's put a white boy in, in, in front because maybe that'll that'll bring more money to the film? Again, not shitting you guys, but just saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take I'm taking responsibility for Casper Van Dien, guys. That's on.
2: Yeah, man, it's your the, the two <laughs> Kevin's fault, man. I blame and he, wasn't
0: even a, he wasn't even wasn't even a big name either at the time. I didn't know who the hell he was or is, for that matter. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say he hasn't. Really gone on to do much.
0: They made a. Uh, uh, I remember too. It came out in the nineties. A Tarzan reboot. And they, I guess, they thought like, hey, we're we'll gonna reboot Tarzan and Whoopsie Daisy. That, that was him.
2: Bomb. Yeah, that was him. Oh yeah, it was him. Yeah. Anything with him is gonna be horrible. Listen, he belongs on like sci-fi or Lifetime. That you know, that's it. Oh shit. It's one of those types. Hey, my I mom
1: think. loves Lifetime. Yeah, sort of she's my eighty-three. Wife.
2: <laughs> my wife loves Lifetime too, but I can't stand them. They're all the same movie. They just change the cast of characters around a little bit just to. Okay, this is the cycle bitch today and this is the They have aspect. more
1: Christmas movies than Christmas itself.
2: <laughs> God don't please. And the corniest Christmas movies you will ever see in your life. You know, do you want to turn this into from Starship Troopers let Liz Bash Lifetime <laughs> Network, <everyone>, please? <laughs> I got what, as much hate for that one.
0: <laughs> what else got your nuts in a knot about this film, Al?
2: And again, uh that nature of... Of the army it was supposed to be male. Again, we get this whole bath—you know—shower scene. Let's get real. you're going to be taking showers with women there. A lot of these guys would not have been ignoring those sites in that bathroom. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. You, you would you would be showering your back mostly as you try to check out the sites. You know I mean? Showering? It's Hell, be... I hit
0: the pause button a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Busey or did Jake Busey? Hello. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but just if if the writer was alive when this film came out, it would have been a shitstorm. I could imagine if Twitter was out when the writer was alive, social media would have went nuts.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially was Doogie, ha- especially Doogie Howser, who's buying him as a colonel.
2: Exactly, man. Come on, now. and he he went through there quick in the ranks. I mean, he's the youngest general I have ever seen.
1: Oh, he was psychic. Yeah. They yeah. him.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's the only one that was able to talk to these bugs you know. And, and that's another thing these bugs were disgusting that last bug that was something I remember in the movie theater when the last bug came out that, that looked like a uh, woman's vagina with a yeast infection if you will the, oh my. the, the, the whole theater wanted to die and, and I remember that when,
1: that, when the bug came out I remember being in the movie theater and I was looking around being like, Is everyone else seeing this? Like Did I'm not the only see one. This
2: well, it was I tell you
0: you know why it worked for me? It's because they made fun of it and thirty seconds after that is when they showed the very end the serial newsreels and they yeah. show the guy probing and they put censored on top of it during <laughs> that. Because they know exactly what you're going for. I thought it was fucking funny. I get I gotta
2: I gotta, I gotta that was disgusting. I yelled out in the movie theater in New York, and I would see the, the theater broke until I A A
0: Puerto Rican yelling at a movie theater in New York? Do tell me more.
2: <laughs> Where in New York did you grow up? Next you're going to say water's wet.
0: <laughs> I'm from Jersey. I work in the city, but I know what's going on. I go yeah. to
2: I'm gotta. i sorry. Yeah, man. That's what we, we do, man. We got to get loud. I remember when I, I saw The Crow in the theater and, and we, we took a bottle of Southern Comfort and we sat on the back row, and my friend got so blasted that as the movie ended, he's yelling at the screen, Brandon, Brandon! and crying. I'm like, yo, what's wrong? embarrassing us, bro. And this
0: is why I go to the movies at 10 or 11 a.m. on Friday mornings. This is exactly the reason
2: why. Uh, you see, see, I was always trying to understand my friend's logic when he always to say, yo, let's go early, we, we could hit a movie early, right, but why so early? I don't want to do that. But I can now understand that logic now that I'm older, because, yeah, because our loud asses were there in the afternoon.
0: Yeah, we don't want to hear that. We don't, I don't want to hear you guys with the fucking, sh- the, the the two guys in the Muppet balcony shouting shit out while the <laughs> bottles of SoCo where the fucking. in hi! don't go there. <laughs> yeah, what are you yeah.
2: doing? What a dumb
0: bitch. <laughs> you want to go when the
1: nursing home bus rolls in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They'll just keep yelling, turn
1: out louder because their hearing aids are failing them. He looks like my son.
2: The, did the,
1: the, did the, the book focus heavily on the whole citizenship issue? I thought that was Oh, yeah,
2: man. Again, of course, especially now with the voting times. Could you imagine that where yeah. in order for you to be able to vote, you have to serve? That's right. I mean, mm-hmm. even to, to get pregnant, you got to get a license. Yeah. Know they, were I mean. that, yeah, they were going they
0: going through that whole thing. Cause I, at first, and, again, I've seen this, whatever. And the part was like, well, who gives a shit about voting? I'll get it in the notes. But it's like, that's it, just voting? And the one girl was like, well, I don't want to be in politics. You need to be a citizen. And yep. I wanted to have kids. And it's easier to get a license to have kids when you're uh, a soldier or whatever. And I was like, all right, that makes more sense. If it was just voting, no one would give two fucks. It's like, you know what? No. Go ahead. Have a monarchy for all I care. I'm not going to
2: war for this shit. See, those are things I could respect. They kept those type of themes there, which were true, true, cool, but they weren't heavily focused on. Because again, that's the thing about the book. The book is so much deeper and political. Again, again, that's why the guy wrote Forever War, the the counter, because in his mind there was not enough action in Starship Troopers, the original sure. book. And so, now you see the film, the film is focused on action. You know, the sci-fi. Let's kill these bugs. You know.
0: We forgot to do quotes, Kevin Israel. I, I skipped, apart, skipped past that. Did you have any quotes that jumped out at you in this film?
1: There were two. Um, one, was the, uh, one was the line, violence is the supreme authority. I was like, that, that line set up the entire narrative of the movie. Like, that was, like, you know, I mean, it was very subtle foreshadowing. Very not subtle foreshadowing. Okay. And then the other line, and it made me cringe, is when, he, uh, when Rico was saying goodbye to uh, his girlfriend, and he says, I love you. And she didn't say, yeah, she didn't say, I love you too. And he goes, just say it once. Try it on. Know. I was like, oh, my God, just go. Just leave. Why are you doing this to yourself? Every guy who's ever been in like, that awkward situation was like, oh, man.
0: Don't ask to say it. They usually say it first. That's our job, to follow-up. That would have been funny. Tell, you, me, yeah. tell me
1: it's the biggest one you've ever seen.
0: Yeah.
2: That is the stuff.
0: <laughs> if, he was, if she would have said, I know, and walked away, that would have been bad. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I have one, and it's a shitty one, but it's just proving my point. If I had a dollar for every time you watch a war film and someone says, let's go, you want to live forever? I'd be a fucking multi-billionaire, because that line is as hack and cliche as it comes. Other than that, this film is not very quotable. But, nonetheless.
2: What about uh, the only good bug is a dead bug? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Was that the old raid commercial from the 80s?
2: Yeah, that's what it sounds like, right? It actually did sound like that, Ray Commercial. I remember it, you know? Yeah. man, Good
0: stuff back then. Kevin (laughs) Israel, do you want to go first or shall I? I'll defer to you. You can take this one. All right. These notes brought to you by GuttingTheSacredCow.com, where we have a hell of a merch store, a hat, bag, T-shirt, you name it, backpack patches, cell phone covers. We've got everything in our GuttingTheSacredCow.com merch store. Be sure to check it out, and if you have not yet done so, please leave us a five-star rating and a two-sentence review. Notes. I love the tongue-in-cheek newsreels in this film. This all, those always made me smile. This is RoboCop Part 2, but not the not RoboCop Part 2, too, because that one sucked dick. I'm fucking the original RoboCop, but this is the second iteration of a Verhoeven film who implements that, and I love it. I get a kick out of those. You think in the future they would have more advanced weapons than just machine guns?
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. you took it right off my page. No fucking lasers.
0: (laughs) I mean, they got got lasers coming out of bugs, heads, and assholes, but these guys have bullets. What a rubber bullets. No, that was pretty, that that was kind of shitty, I thought.
1: They had, they had warp technology. They had they warp did. drives. Yeah. They spent money on that, and they weren't like, hey, can we do something better than a 9 millimeter round that you have to shoot the bug a thousand times before it dies? Give him a fucking grenade or something. Yeah,
0: they had nukes. Thank oh, you. good. Yeah, was not was not impressed with the artillery in this. Denise Richards at her second, second highest a- apex, I will say. D- Dina Meyer, no slouch herself. By the way, this is the high school where no one is allowed in if you're below an eight. I'm sorry, Kevin Israel. You'll have to go to county college instead.
2: <laughs>
1: Fuck yourself. I'm an eight and a half. Everyone knows it.
0: I never, ever, and still do not understand dudes who own ferrets. Stinky, unaffectionate animals. The only difference between them and cats is that gay dudes don't own ferrets and, and cats shit in a box. Barrett's are ugly. We had them in a fraternity house. Some guys said those are the worst.
1: Apparently you weren't a fan of Beastmaster.
0: Never saw it, actually.
1: You never saw Beastmaster? Oh, Oh, man. That is is such a great 80s movie. I heard. (laughs) I heard. heard,
0: I've heard. I've heard. The next one. Hey, Simone Biles. No one does flips like that in arena fucking football. That doesn't happen. By the way... (laughs) I left my balls off. Oh, ready. A woman quarterback. That was funnier than Caddyshack. <laughs> I almost had a heart attack. Oh, no, that's too much. I can't. Oh, stop it. Tons of white people in Buenos Aires. If I had said, yes, I know that's where the Nazis hit out. And insert Kevin Israel joke about me being a Nazi. Ha, I'm going to take the piss out of you on the advance on that one, Kevin. Get shot just for the right to vote? No, thank you. I'd rather not and I'll give up that right so I don't have a drill sergeant who doubled as the prison guard in Shawshank Redemption. Thank oh, you. Oh god,
1: you took that one too. Come on, man.
0: <laughs> you ain't playing. I'm screwed you, ever
1: walking. Yeah.
0: You can't we, we don't have guns with red caps on the end. We shoot for real here. Breaking a recruit recruit's arm on day 1. What's on day 7? Bull a bull whipping a cadet's taint or perhaps On day 14, paper cuts on their dick holes. This guy is a real asshole. Someone give Gary Busey's kid a nail file to take those teeth down an inch or two. Thank God for gratuitous tit showings in the shower those days. Although, there wasn't enough horseplay in that shower for my liking. Not one single tail... Howl snap, not one single ass slap. Someone should have improved on that scene in my book.
2: That's why there's another scene why it's horrible.
0: See? Kevin Israel, I am shocked you are not voicing your displeasure toward female pilots in this film.
1: Why would I just... I
0: just wanted to throw you under the bus for one, that's all. Those women
1: like... shouldn't be flying. <laughs> they should be. They should be stewardesses where they belong.
0: The girl who shot the guy in the head... In training camp, should never have had her figure on the trigger as she's falling down. Anyone knows you don't have your trigger and then the trigger. Trigger goes. discipline. Oh, trigger boy. discipline. I'm not even a gun guy. I shot that like twice and that happened. I bet serious cash that Kevin Israel was beating off when Johnny Rico was getting bull whipped. That's what I think. A blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy taking lashes. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: just I wanted to just whip him a couple of times. Like, two more! Two <laughs> more. He deserves it. <laughs> For a good measure. Look at look at that yeah. beautiful, perfect jaw. Whip him.
0: Kids stepping on the bugs in that newsreel scene again. Doing your part is hilarious. Here's one. Fade Into You by Mazzy Star was in every angst moment in every 90s film. That's not as cliche as flannel and Nirvana in the background. I don't know what is, but I love Nirvana and hate flannel. So where do I stand? This does feel a bit soap opera-y. Of all the things in a fun kit that uh, the the, jet, uh, the sergeant pulled out, the violin is the absolute last thing I would go for. What <laughs> the fuck are you but, doing?
1: Wait, why was it even in there? Exactly. Why, because, like, what kit is like, give us a football, some beer, and you know what? A fiddle.
0: Yeah, the fiddle, because he was playing it in the beginning and they had to go back know. to that.
1: Oh, okay, I don't know if you caught that. A neon Which I also fiddle. thought was weird. Yeah. Like, why not a guitar or a harmonica? A fiddle? A <laughs> or tambor- a violin? Whichever that was. How about a t-
0: tambourine or a recorder? Or a cowbell. <laughs> Even better. Um, not enough girls out in the world like Diz. A go-getter who is hot and aggressive. Playing coy only gets you so far. Jumping on dudes gives them no chance to misread signals, guys. this is my kind of gal. Wants to fuck and doesn't make any secret about it.
2: Although they gave credit too much to Rico when he gets like, all right, you know, we got to jump off the ship real quick. We got to go to battle. And when he sees it under the covers, he goes, all right, I'll give you 20 minutes. You're giving Casper too, too much credit there. All he yeah. needed about was two minutes, get real. Yeah. She, she she can handle it.
1: Well, he probably already went a few times. He's uh, He's <laughs> got to reload.
0: Although the scene where she dies, it was worth it because I got to have you. The feminists must be sharpening their knives as we speak. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing in the background.
1: That's right, because every woman just needs a man.
0: Yeah, to, for them to, to – <laughs> so they could die peacefully, I guess, right? <laughs> Anyone in a position of authority dies in this film. At least the guard from Shawshank who went down to private stands a great chance of living, as does Busey. Johnny Rico is about to eat it in the directed DVD sequel. Might as well make him wear a red Enterprise uniform while you're at it. That was a multifaceted <laughs> joke that none of you get any credit for. Go for it. I was
1: laughing. Oh. I'm, Kevin, I'm sorry. I didn't fall <laughs> off my chair for every joke
2: of yours. But
0: By the way, I had a real – I go, oh, stop. Johnny Rico developed the force while going after Carmen in that final scene? Oh, the mission's that way, but she's this way. How do you know? I know. Did we miss him getting trained in Dagobah by Hank from Breaking Bad? Because Hank from Breaking Bad was a goddamn sergeant with the lieutenant. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Don't you leave my cheese hanging out in the wind. These are quality jokes. <laughs> when the pilot who gets his brain sucked out in the very end, he made the same exact face that I would have made. Fucking a mid twenties Denise Richards.
2: Hey. Quality.
1: She was yes. that was yeah. that was the the peak.
0: I mean, me. I, what's the, what? the, the, the wild things? Number one, this oh, is a one D, one That's what I was gonna ask you because you said this
2: is you know, the yeah. second, second apex. That's why I said second, second, second. I said what's the first? Wait a minute. You Everybody know what though? My that.
1: my wife watches Housewives or whatever she's on now. Uh huh. And I, that's all I can see when I see it. Like ruined her for me because all I see is that like unmoving face with that obviously aged neck.
0: Yeah, my wife watches it too, and she goes, you're not going to be in as love with her as you would now. I go, well, let's try the old Pepsi challenge. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So my thoughts in this film. This film drags out a bit.
2: That's but I bit. fucking
0: love this film. Perfect fun, action, satire, nudity. Passes the remote test with flying colors. I read the book, and you know what? It was fucking boring. I don't give a shit. I did not <laughs> – well, could be the problem, though, if you see the movie first, you're more loyal to the, the, the film than the book. Yeah. I'm usually 90% of the time on this podcast especially – I'm the one saying, the book is better. The book is better. And wait till someone wants to bring up Ready Player One, because I'm going to destroy that film. Hell, I may even destroy it myself.
2: Oh, I hated that film. Uh, that me film, too. too. By the way, fun the fact, Al.
0: Do you know Ready Player Two, the book, is coming out in end of November?
2: Yes, yes. yes Cannot I wait. Know. Cannot I wait. Know. I
1: can't wait for that. That's going to be amazing. I love that, the book.
2: That oh, was yeah. one of those first few books that I did, didn't drop. I had yeah. to read that just right through when, you know, when it originally came out. So, yeah, but I, but really
0: I really love good. this film. I own the VHS copy. I own the DVD. I own the
2: Blu-ray. I so love. Do you still Star- have a VCR though? I do oh. because it's. As a, do I. I still have a VCR. It
0: is a dual DVD VCR combo because I cannot wow. find GI Joe the cartoon movie on any on digital download. So, whoops. But I love this fucking film. It passes the remote test again now. The remote test, you can use this on your podcast, but give me credit. It's my idea. The remote test is when you're flipping around on cable and you happen to stumble across a film at any point and drop the remote and go, yep, I know what I'm doing now for the next 15, half hour, hour and a half, whatever. That's Mad yep. Max for me. I, I find Nine Mad, Which Mad Max the first or second one?
2: First and second. And nope. third. First I watched them all, bro. I love them all, except for Feroza. The, the, the last one, because that was not Mad Max. That was Feroz of the movie. Wasn't the, Mad the Max, first
1: Mad Max actually just the Road Warrior? Yes, yeah, the, it was.
2: yeah, the first one was Mad Max to Road Warrior. Then no. we had... Uh, uh, I think it was uh, the Road Warrior. Was the no, second no. one? There's Mad Max. Then there was Road Warrior. And then there was Beyond Thunderdome. Thunderdome.
0: With Tina Turner,
2: I'll pass. Yeah. I
0: think Mad Max films are insanely overrated. Enough about Mad you. Max. I give a shit about me. <laughs> this film is a fun romp. It is enjoyable. I will always watch it. I'm flip-flopping between my score. I said six and a half slash seven. Kevin Israel, the floor is yours.
1: Well, unfortunately, you took all of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so I you asked you if almost, you wanted to go first. <laughs> you hit almost all of my points. You know what? And I had a feeling you were going to too, but um, a couple of things I pick out uh, – there's a scene where they're, when they're in the very beginning when they walk out of class and there's the two people just completely, the two kids completely making out. And I was like, I remember that just yeah. making out in public because that was the only place you could do it. Like, would you ever just make out hardcore now in public? Like, You, nobody does that. But in high school, you're like, I'll get, I just want to get a denim boner. As wherever I can get it, whatever whatever happens, I'm doing it here.
0: You know, what Kate. You know, what our movement in middle school was if you wanted to go behind the buses, like after school, that's where you made out.
1: <laughs> I actually was. I had. I was in an article in high school that somebody wrote about put PDA, and because I guess I used to make out with my girlfriend all the time in high school, and they were like, "Do you?" they're like, does it bother you? I was like, it doesn't bother me. And if it bothers you, you should ask yourself, why don't you have somebody to make out with? (laughs) And that was in, that was in an issue of our high school paper. So I'm an asshole. Um, uh, yeah, the the arena football, it wasn't, it's not a thing now and it better not be a thing in the future. Like that's not, (laughs) I don't know why they just couldn't have put them on a real field. Uh, it, it wasn't, I mean, they had plenty of money, but just seeing the arena football thing was ridiculous. Uh, I can, I and obviously they were trying to make the point that society had reached uh, a stage where men and women had uh, achieved equality, uh, and they can be you can shower together and you can be in the military and uh, a woman can be a quarterback. Um, they were playing. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> they were playing. Uh, they were playing the Giants, uh, and it's nice to see the Giants doing better than they do right now. God damn! Uh, we finally
2: got a win. I <laughs> know, I know. I'm a Giants fan. I'm, I'm, I'm I am too. I'm a Giants so as well. And a broken like watch
1: those- is right twice a day. Somebody, somebody at some point says the quote, figuring things out is the only freedom any, anyone has. Oh, the, uh, the military, the teacher, who they find out later is a military badass. Yeah. Figuring things out is the only freedom anyone has. Then I will never be free because I haven't figured shit out. What a stupid quote. I remember it pissed me off in the movies when I saw it, and it pissed me off today. And it's
2: pissing um, you off now. The uh,
1: yeah, the uh, the uh, w- during one of the news reels, they talk about uh, that some uh, a murderer was tried today yes. and convicted, t- arrested today and tried today, and he's going to be executed tomorrow on TV on every channel. I was like, you know what? Pay per view executions would probably make a ton of money. I would love to be part of that.
0: Love to be like, part we of that. Could- all the shit-talking going on, too. Like, Nice
1: walk of the Green Mile, pussy. I mean, you want to cut taxes? Start. Tell- I'm not saying it's right, but if you're going to do it, you could make a lot of money. I mean, there are some sick people out there who would watch that. So not the worst idea. Also, baby licenses. I'm all for baby licenses. Yeah. I'd say half this world shouldn't procreate. And yeah. you know what? I'm willing to take the test. If, the, if If the test says that I shouldn't, fine. But you know what? Baby licenses aren't that bad of an idea. There's too many of us to begin with. Thanos was right. That's all I'm saying. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, so now you're a communist and China supporter. <laughs> you fuck?
2: And they also <laughs> didn't touch on what happens if we do impregnate somebody without a license i mean do they cut oh the Alex, we have, to, we have
0: time to go down that rabbit hole with this film <laughs> i want to see people get shot i want to see jake busey's big teeth playing the violin and i want to see some
2: shower titties that's what i want to see lucky you also already saw his teeth all right so yeah. yeah and this this
1: woman was so pro-female that they even had her be a good driver and she was able to parallel park that giant ship and yeah. we all know that that's i'll believe a female quarterback before i believe that and it's that's because I've, parked, I've been in the car when my wife tried to park, and it's painful. And they're not, She's not parking a uh, football field-sized ship.
0: Women, uh, this is, to all of our female fans, this is all tongue-in-cheek. We're just fucking with you guys, all right? These are all yeah, different. we
2: love you. Yeah. Although, although I do want to say, even though you're fucking around, I did know a lady in Brooklyn that was trying to parallel park on an empty street but wound up being like vertical to the street somehow like
0: perpendicular
2: yeah perpendicular to the street and everybody and everybody's looking out the window it took her 20 minutes to get it right and when she finished again this is an empty street because the, 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 they were cleaning the street that day so she's the first one to park and couldn't park when she finished the whole neighborhood was applauding and all you see is this lady just giving everybody <laughs> the finger like fuck off totally embarrassed
0: spatial awareness especially when the sun was setting too
2: yeah, that's what I'm saying though. So you know that that, that, that parallel parking shit ain't too far from of this. One
1: of the things that I thought was weird the movie, and it always struck me, was when they run into Doogie Hauser, whatever his character's name was. He kind of acts like he doesn't know who they are. Yeah it's, not, yeah, it's not it's not like hey, how are you? I mean, they were clearly very good friends all through school, and he runs into them, and he's just very like. And I get that they're they're trying to show the like the difference of the the stratification of the different levels of the military, and he's been you know, kind of brainwashed into his role. But I just always thought that was odd. And also when the teacher who turns out to be the badass Lieutenant walks in and is standing right next to Rico, he doesn't even like, like nothing, like nothing like, yeah. Hey asshole, or guess we're going to find out like it, that always just threw me off a little bit. And I don't know what point they were trying to convey by like, I guess that it was like, that was my the life there. And now I'm this person yeah. and I don't have to acknowledge that previously, but I always thought it was just so weird. Like, he had he went out of his way to talk to you about going into the space marines, if that's what they were called. Yeah, um,
2: the space corps. <laughs> the space corps. Yeah, and yeah. you don't even
1: you don't even acknowledge him after that. Uh, I did love, you know what I did love and I still love the idea of bugs shooting mortars out of their ass. Yeah, bro, I fire and fi- Yeah, but you know what? In all, in all honesty, I think it's a really cool idea. Like, could that like could nature ever evolved to the point where you just create you create an organic weapon. I thought that was a really cool idea and I like seeing it on the screen. Um the movie to me uh, it almost like full metal jacket, it was great in the first half and then it sort of slows down and and even though it's actually getting to the to the more of the action, I thought the interesting part was the first half of the movie and not necessarily the second half. Um but uh but in the end uh, I gotta, I got I got to agree with Kevin. I love this movie. Yeah. I loved it when I saw it in the theater. I think it does an amazing job and it holds up it holds up especially well to me because it's supposed to have that campy um pro military, you know, uh, promotional feel, uh propaganda. It's it's and it still has that feel like it's kind of it's cheesy. The acting is bad, but I think the acting is bad on purpose. And and while the special effects were good, it still had almost that like 90s TV show look to it where everything was very bright and vivid color. Like it, it looked like, it looked like a, like a propaganda piece. The whole movie fed, fed like a propaganda piece. Everyone was beautiful. Uh, everyone was, you know, they, they all evolved into badasses. The scenes were all bigger than life. And uh, to me, it, it just holds up so well, especially now in this time that we're living in, when people are questioning so much about, you know, democracy and, and, you know, the right to vote and the the milit- places, military and society, uh, watching it today, I don't. I didn't think it lost a beat in what I got out of. Like when I saw that movie in college, when I was clearly less introspective than I am now, I remember watching it and being like that was a cool movie, and there was definitely more there than meets the eye. Like there was a little, there was something that I'm not getting today that I'll get in a later, later, further down the road, and uh, and it, it does it. It holds up. It it really does make the point of you know what are we buying into and what. You know, because if the government tells us you can only be a citizen if you fight for us, will we be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's we'll go fight for you? So, so to me, the movie was the movie was awesome. I think I think I I see it uh, differing from Kevin. I see it less as like a fun romp and much more as a kind of a, a thought piece about uh, about the military and about um, society and where society going and even today, where is where where are we going? So I I really liked it. Um, I don't know. For me, it does I don't think it's it's not a remote. Uh, remote test movie for me. I don't think I I don't I I, there's not a lot that I would stop to rewatch. But watching it again, I didn't. I mean, we've watched some movies where I was like, fuck, I don't want to watch this. And I actually enjoyed watching this. There was a point where I realized I hadn't taken any notes in a while because I was I was I was getting into the movie Um, and I really enjoyed it. I you know what? And you're probably right, Al. I if I read the book, I'm sure I'd have a a different view on it. I never did read the book. I don't think he will. Yeah? I don't think I've so. got, well, I, I think I'm going to tr- try to read it now. I've been looking Get for something book, to read man. anyway. Check
2: it out. Check it out. Yeah. For real. So that way I'm you gonna can check. see I, the mysterious serious tones of it.
1: And uh, so for me, I'm going to go a little, uh, little under my esteemed co-host and give it a six.
2: Mm. All right. So I, I do know, know. the super turd bug, though. That is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, That's one be- of my favorites.
0: Verhoeven has a lot of, I mean, we all know, I, it, the, the true sign of, you know, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. I mean, shit, they, ready, they rebooted two of his films. Try to, because I will never watch a reboot. They rebooted two of his films, Total Recall, Robocop. He also did, don't forget, Basic Instinct, and shall I mention Showgirls? yeah <laughs> and uh, hollow man uh, hollow man was not great. I remember seeing that
2: the reboot still uh, have, have definitely were also a disservice to his vision. I remember seeing total recall and and, and the theaters were on were Arnold, and that yeah. was great. And I did not like the new version. Uh, I mean, sometimes you don't need a reboot. So no, we don't. But no,
0: it. it's perfect the first time. And RoboCop is a fuck is yes. Yes.
2: a – Yes. And you know what?
1: And Kev didn't see the RoboCop reboot. Nope. The reboot loses no, all. Every, oh. all the important parts of RoboCop. Yeah. All the messaging, everything that made RoboCop RoboCop, the movie loses. And the, and the, the reboot actually wasn't terrible. But it just they should have just made it a different movie. They should have done it. They should have done something different with it. Because it didn't hold up to the to the message and the and the and the layers that are in Robocop.
0: Forget yes, and all that. When you to the originals are R and a hard R at that, mm. how the fuck you go from a hard R to a PG thirteen? Nope. Not having it. Cannot do it. All the same goes with sequels, all that cannot go from an R to a thirteen. That is Good. always the kiss of death. C Major League One and Two, C yeah. Police Academy, although Police Academy Four is still fucking great. Airplane, I Airplane. I no, they're they they're they're, they're, both, they're both PG. Airplane One and Two. Oh, were both it was PG, it was PG? Oh, yeah. yeah, they're PG. Yeah, thirteen didn't was come it? to. Yeah, does an Airplane? The first Airplane has tits in it. Yeah, that's interesting because they were. Oh them. man, PG in the eighties is
2: great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, there are there are some good even in police academy four when she gets in the pool you see her it's a wet teacher you see you see her that full was a Citizens t-shirt. on patrol right yeah I love that one so cheesy
1: eighties actually so that her name in theater. Yeah, Callahan
0: yeah Callahan
1: Callahan man I loved her
0: <laughs> who didn't critics five star reviews five star reviews five star reviews by critics. The background of all this is one of the most openly satirical films of a director who has never lost his sense of humor. One of the very best satires of the 1990s, if not beyond. The background of all this is one of the most openly satirical films of a director. I already read that one. It's copied twice. Sorry. Cut. Starship Troopers is a war satire that outshines even Kubrick's great film, Dr. Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb massive hilarious and thr- massive hilarious and thrilling i went to lunch a few times with a girl who despised this movie i was forced to conclude that she's not very smart was it hilarious i laughed not i mean not hilarious and, but i laughed them yeah i don't
1: I'm think mad. it's hilarious i mean there's there's some like <laughs> moments yeah. but i don't know that i was ever going critics one star reviews
0: critics one star reviews critics one star reviews hey, hey, hey. if showgirls represented vera Hovind's bid to become hollywood's most shameless vulgarian that sound you hear in starship troopers is the other shoe dropping Mm -hmm. this flick wallows in just about every moth ridden cliche known to the film industry and relies almost entirely on naked teenage girls and recycled special effects for what it deems
2: excitement
1: it's supposed to rely on cliches. That's the point. You know,
2: that were teenagers?
1: Yeah, they weren't teenagers.
2: <laughs> As
0: written by Ed Neumeier, who also wrote Verhoeven's Much Tighter Robocop, Starship Troopers never gets over its 180-degree swivel from teenage love story to murderous destruction. Ooh. Paul Verhoeven is exactly the wrong man to have made Starship Troopers. Who should have been then? Fair writer, that's my question to you. Should have been Cameron Crowe.
1: That was the point of the movie. It was supposed to go from this idyllic setting yeah. where they, they had these nice, easy lives to this is what war is, and this is what, how you, what you become. Like, I hate these fucking people. Star the Starship trippers directed by Nora Ephron
0: <laughs> or Rob Reiner. Amazon five star reviews. Amazon five star review the booze. It's time for Amazon five-star reviews, five-star reviews. Of course I'm going to give this five stars. Are you kidding me? You got Jay Rico, Diz, Carl, Ace, and of course that backstabbing too good for everyone, Carmen. And oh, all those bugs and other folks they cast in the movie. But back to the important part, the bugs with a Z. Probably one of the greatest 90s cult classics of all time. If you like sci-fi, action, shooting, boobies, killing bugs, spaceships, boobies, or space, this has something for everyone. It was, fun to see, it was fun to see Denise Richards doing something besides putting up with Charlie Sheen. She's as beautiful today as she was then, natural and charmingly sweet, which begs a question as what she saw in Charlie Sheen. I think what she, saw, I think what she saw was this AIDS-infested dickener. That's what I think she saw, giving her a radioactive dose of semen inside of her. She's lucky she didn't give birth to a retarded Superman. That's what she saw. That second half. Se- that second <laughs> half was me. The AIDS-infected dickener. Okay, don't explain. Oh, oh,
2: wait, the, the tiger blood, no.
0: That's it. You got it. I was going to put that, but I thought that was too easy, too, uh, too obvious. One of the trivia mentions that in the Troopers universe, society is gender neutral, in quotes, and there is no, quote, bigotry based upon gender, end quote. This is false liberal propaganda, parentheses. I mean, what do you expect from Jeff Bozo and Amazon and does a great disservice to the lore. It's not that the future is gender neutral. It's that no one gives a damn about your race or gender, th- parentheses. There are only two. And parentheses. As long as you are a productive person, don't be frightened away just because your college professors say something that is, quote, right wing. Read the damn book and look around you today. You'll be wanting to know more in no time.
2: I guess he hasn't read the science book lately when it comes to have gender explanation. Have you heard about
1: our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ?
2: <laughs>
0: Signed, Travis Bickle Jr. This is just an amazing film from soup to nuts, and oh my God, the violence is a nice touch. We must never forget Buenos Aires, and can you believe Neil Patrick Harris's outfit in the end? Written by Queer (laughs) Eyes for the Straight Guys. (laughs) Knee-high boots? Nobody's worn knee-high boots since the 50s.
2: And what was he wearing under that trench? I mean,
0: uh, were they waiting to jerk off at the sound of uh, Hitler in springtime? Amazon one star reviews. Amazon one star reviews. It's time for Amazon one star reviews. Amazon one star reviews. The only target audience I can think of is junior high school students, stereotypically boys. Who like blood, guts, violence, and gore. Done with the realism of professional wrestling and nudity. Although I didn't know movie studios actually targeted nudity, nudity to that age group. Aside, yes, they fucking do, dummies. Whoa. This movie makes Sharknado look like high class. At least that one is so over the top it's <laughs> funny. This one is just stupid. Campy. Not sure if that's intentional or not. Maybe someone in an altered state of consciousness would appreciate that. But I can't imagine. Signed, fan 123 at gmail.com.
2: Well, he better get some better weed, then, because, damn, I cannot watch NATO. I yeah, cannot terrible. watch that film. <laughs> if,
0: if they had just called the movie 90210 Space Bug War, I wouldn't have an issue with it. It would just be another B-movie, which could have its own little cult following. And now, Kevin, this one's for you. This should be subtitled How to Turn an Excellent Book into an Awful Movie. I recently reread the novel, and I am not quite sure what possessed me to watch the movie afterwards, Having seen it in the theater and regretting the seven dollars and fifty cents for a ticket, three dollars for a popcorn, and two ninety five for the drink after the first five bucks, Kevin loves the price breakdown in these reviews.
1: <laughs> just, it, just, it, and, they, and he was staring at the receipt while he was typing, and you're like, "Look at
0: this, plus I, tax." <laughs> can I can I take this off my taxes at the deduction for this year? <laughs> I'm I, filing this one away. <laughs> I might for, I might have forgiven them under the heading of. All movie adaptations should really come back with a. Sorry, all movie adaptate adaptations should really come with a black box warning. This is not a fucking drug, you cocksmokers. What pregnancy category X? We've changed it. Get over it. But could have they at least hired actors who could act, or a creature shop CGI team who could read, or at least had some understanding of physiology?
1: Oh, just oh, wow. go.
0: Did we need a botany no. breakdown of the bug anatomy? Didn't they do, do a good enough job of <laughs> now, shooting the yeah. nerve sack? Unbelievable.
1: Oh, this person must be fun at parties. Oof.
0: <laughs> they're, they're the ones who bring the tofu, uh, the, 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 the to, what's it called, the tofu turkey? And go, what, no one had the any? That's it. To- thank you. Tofurky. Tofurky. Oh. What, no one had my turkey. No. And guess what? You're not invited to our Christmas party or even Cyber Monday party. How about that? Have now, you if you have a turducken,
1: you can always come to my house.
0: And that And deep fry it, too. Yeah.
2: You guys, yeah somebody gave me one of those, bro. That shit tastes like cardboard. It's disgusting. Yeah,
0: yeah of I, I course it does. Well, fuck. Kevin Israel, did Al Mega gut the sacred cow? Well,
2: well, I think. I have to he's say. He's
0: already taken himself out of the equation. I already know it. Because he <laughs> loved it. <You> both
2: of <laughs> you loved it. So this, I, I have, to, I have to say. No, you know what? And I I, I
1: I, would have to go to the videotape through our however many episodes we're at now, 45 or 50 over 50, 50 i us just say over 50 uh, i want to say that there have been movies that i like that i still that we still decided were good um uh, but no i unfortunately i Al, 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 had a great you had some great points you took the uh, you took the the book was better route um but i i really do think that this movie holds up and i think i think even a kid today seeing the movie he might think it's a little cheesy and a little corny but i still think they would get the idea of it and the the one thing that I did I didn't mention in my notes that I real also really respected was they made the war scenes the battle scenes feel real like there are a lot of real good war movies out there where you really feel that you're in that moment and they did a good job making you feel like oh shit like there's this is this is the battle and uh, and so I, I do think that I think the movie holds up Al you you you, you, you took some good swings at the cow uh, the cow staggered a couple of times but the cow. Remains standing.
2: No burgers for me today, apparently.
1: <laughs> I think the, yeah, I think you're going to have to go with the uh, real meat or whatever that tofu nah. meat is cool. Yeah, yeah. Hell no, I don't
2: know, bro. It yeah. tastes like toes. The, the
0: impossible <laughs> burger? It's impossible to gut this, I think this cow sprayed its udders at your face, Al. I'm sorry. I don't think you got this one. <laughs> I'm,
2: I, yeah, apparently, I'm all wet full of milk right now.
0: Yeah. Al, thanks for joining us today. Why don't you shout out again, Comic Crusaders? Where can we find you? Social media, anything you want to plug, floor is yours.
2: Well, thank you, gentlemen. People, you can find me at the Real Al Mega on Twitter, and please follow the brand at Comic Crusaders on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Undercover Capes, the same on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Check out the website, ComicCrusaders.com. And make sure to tune in this weekend for Comic Crusaders Virtual Console. Uh, in honor of Lisa Einfall for the Leukemia and Informal Society. We got 15 hours of content. We got cosplay, creators, entrepreneurs. You know, it's going to be fun and all for a good cause. So come in, tune in, donate, and win some great prizes. Thanks, awesome. guys. Kevin Israel.
1: Uh, website, kevinisrael.com. Comedy's trickling back in. Uh, if you're still not brave enough to go out to a show, you can get my album, The Struggle is Real, on iTunes and everywhere else you get audio.
0: At GTSC podcast, Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, even Tumblr. Do we even give a shit about Tumblr? Yeah, whatever. But Cutting the Sacred Cow every single day, guttingthesacredcow.com. Excuse me, our website. We have articles every single day. You got to check them out. List of 10. Sequels we want to see, sequels we don't want to see. Movies we've seen. By the time this airs, I will have seen the Borat sequel and I cannot fucking wait for it.
1: So every look, time I every time I see a uh, trailer for it, I'm like Kevin. Kevin's got it bone. It's like <laughs> when a when a bell rings and an angel gets its wings. Every time that trailer plays, Kevin Goatee gets an erection.
0: Rewatched it for the first time in years last week and laughed my balls off. Still, it is in certain- I have to re- I want to rewatch Indeed. it. Bonafide, I love that movie. Oh uh, yeah, KevinGoatee.com for your NFL picks. I'm doing pretty darn well so far. Follow me there. Dates as well. And again. Guttingthesacredcow.com for the merch store. Give that a uh, go buy a shirt, please for the love of god. Oh, and if you want to advertise with us, don't forget gutting the sacred cow at gmail.com If you want to write us a new segment theme song. So now, oh yeah, so guttingthesacredcow.com. I'm Kevin Goetzy. That's Kevin Israel. Oh my god, thank you so much for coming on. We'll see you next time. Take care.
2: Later, brother.